Looking for inspiring destinations, incredible places to stay, and the most exciting bucket list experiences to travel to next? Welcome to Destination Everywhere with hospitality and travel entrepreneurs Todd Bloodworth and Andy McNeil. Having traveled to over 100 countries, Todd and Andy bring you unique perspectives with celebrities in the know, hospitality experts, and native connoisseurs to discover must-dos and inspirational destinations to plan your next trip for business or pleasure. So pack your bags and get ready as we bring you Destination Everywhere with Todd and Andy. Welcome back to this episode of Destination Everywhere. This is a special spotlight episode. And today we are talking with Alex Mailbranch. And Alex is the founder of Plan Ahead. But this episode is also going to be discussing our top five beach destinations. So we actually have a great expert with us, someone who's very well traveled. And again, as we mentioned, Plan Ahead. And Plan Ahead, it's planahead.co. I want to stress that for anybody that might be looking for it or their website. So tell us first a little bit about yourself, Alex. You're well-traveled and what I read, 30 countries. Where did you kind of get the spice for travel? Where did that come from? Yeah, so that's a really good question. So it's kind of a, a bunch of different things. So my mom, actually, when we grew up, she worked for United Airlines. So I can remember as early as when I was probably four years old, we would do the unaccompanied minor to go see you know, my grandparents and, and different cousins and, and different parts of the country. And so I remember being on planes and that being kind of a fun experience for me. And when I was in high school, I remember my mom kind of took us on our first international trip together. That wasn't the Caribbean, if you will. We went to go see Beijing. We went to Beijing, China. And I just remember going and seeing like things I could not even believe as far as like, I didn't even know people looked like this, talked like this, acted like this. And so that kind of sparked my interest. And when I eventually decided to go to college after I spent time in the military, I did a study abroad in Australia and lived there for multiple months. And that's when kind of it really got hammered into me. I said, hey, the, the world is such a cool place. I need to go to see different parts of the world. And I believe probably 25 plus countries have come after college. So just in the last probably six years or so, I've probably averaged five or six countries a year. So when, you know, you talk about when you went to Beijing, there's a big excitement, especially if you've never been to a country before, when you're just walking through customs and you're like, okay, this is real. You know, I'm no longer in my familiar soil, you know, my surroundings. Which of those destinations do you really remember as being like, this is absolutely amazing? The ones that sparked my interest or since I've been? Any of those 30 countries, 30 and counting that just really pop out in your head as being like, this is a must see. So what pops out, so a couple of different ones pop out for different reasons. So if you're a beach person, I know we're going to get into this a little bit later, but going into the Maldives is probably the most amazing thing I've seen from a water perspective. Me and my wife, we had flown into the Maldives from Thailand. And so it was a shorter trip for us, but we we're going over the ocean for the majority of the time. And when they say that we're going to descend, you look out the window and you only see water. So you're like, I'm not really sure where we're descending to. And you eventually go into the main area of Malay. And, and of course, you think, okay, we're in the Maldives. Well, the Maldives is, you know, hundreds of islands. So you land into Malay, and then you've got to take a seaplane into the whatever island you're going to. And this one stands out in my mind because as we're going into the seaplane, there's about eight people on the plane. It starts to 
torrential downpour. And so we're in this small plane and you can see the propellers going. There's eight of us. The pilots walk in with no shoes and they say, you guys ready to go? And I'm looking outside like, dude, it's torrential downpour out there. We're not going anywhere. We're in the middle of the ocean trying to get off the ground to get into the air. It was probably the scariest moment of my life. And then of course, as we ascend into the air, we break the clouds and then you're in this like bright blue, like never, never land of ocean and coral. And it's incredible. So that, and then I'm a big city person as well. So when you descend into Dubai, probably the most incredible thing you'll ever see. Like you think buildings aren't supposed to look like that. They're doing things architecturally that I'm not even sure that we'll ever be able to replicate. So I'd say those two areas for sure. We like to keep this timeless, obviously, but you know, let's talk about the 2021 pandemic. And this is when you decided to start a business. And for a lot of people, it was the best time to, to say, you know, I'm going to reevaluate and, and do things on my own. Now, this is a space that a lot of people, they might say it's saturated, but you have a, a novel concept. And talk a little bit about Plane Ahead and how you came up with the concept and the benefits of your product. Yeah, so Plane Ahead came just very serendipitously. I was actually on paternity leave with my second daughter at my tech company. And my older sister was getting married, of course, because of COVID and again, continued to get changed. Because of how I grew up, single mom, multiple kids, I'm just a frugal person. So throughout that time of kind of waiting for my sister's wedding to come, I would periodically go on Southwest and say, hey, are there any, any credits that I can get? And one time, because Southwest was having a sale, the credits that I had bought for my, or the tickets I had bought for myself, my kids, we had gotten about $700 back in credit. I was like, man, that's a whole lot. Great. And I said, okay, I've, at the time I had a two and a half year old, I had a, a newborn. I was like, all right, my kids have never seen the ocean. Let me take this credit. I'm going to take them to Hilton Head because my in-laws live there. I'm going to take them to Hilton Head so we can go see the, the ocean for the first time. Oh, this will be awesome. I booked the trip. It was completely free. I then group chatted my family and I said, hey, everyone, you know, if you're going to go to my sister's wedding, change your tickets. Southwest has a sale. Well, collectively, we saved about $2,000, $2,500. And I thought to myself, I just sent a group text and we got $2,500 of credits that we can travel. And my family travels all the time. So I said, there's got to be a service that does that. I mean, I'm not thinking really anything of it. Where did the $2,500 credit come from? So when I had group texted my family, and so because it's my sister's wedding, everyone's coming to my sister's wedding in San Diego from different places. Right. My mom from Chicago, her flight, my brother from Louisiana. So when I group chatted, between all of my family, when they were coming into San Diego, my entire family, we saved about $2,500. Wow. Between you know my $700, my mom got $400, my little sister got $400, et cetera. And so we saved $2,500 because of a text message. And I was like, there's got to be something that does that. And lo and behold, there wasn't. So that kind of got my wheels turning as far as why. Like, there's no reason why this shouldn't exist. It turns out there was rules and regulations against doing some of the things that we were doing. But those rules and regulations had disappeared as of months beforehand because of COVID. So I continued to kind of look at it. And once I found out those changes were permanent, I said, well, there's got to be a company that does that. And these aren't credits from canceled tickets, are they? So they're not canceled tickets. So that, that's kind of what's kind of changed a little bit as far as how it works. Before, if you want to do something like this, you'd have to cancel your ticket and rebook your ticket. Right. Now what you're now what you're able to do is if you're flying on United Flight 3 from Houston to Miami 
and you bought it at $400 and next week it happened to be $300 for whatever reason. You go on, you let them know basically, hey, I've got the same ticket. They'll see it's a $100 difference. They'll give you back the $100 in a credit. So there, you don't change your seat. You don't change your flight, nothing like that. Wow. So then let's go to plane ahead a second. So are you then, it's a membership, correct? Yes. And is it individual memberships? Are they corporate memberships or do you do both? So we serve both corporate customers and individual customers. And the memberships on the individual member side is individual. There's a couple's membership and there's a family membership. So depending on how many people you have on the account is how much you'll end up paying. But the average membership cost is about $120. Okay. And then, and this is all based off of, I'm guessing you're building a profile for each flyer that goes against their, you know, their accounts, their frequent flyer numbers. Is that how it works? And then go ahead. So, and so let's say I book and then I cancel a ticket and I'm doing this through your service. Are you keeping records of all of that? Cause I, I often find, I'm like, I didn't even know I have credits or I have points or, so are you keeping track of all of this for the flyer? Yeah, great question. So what happened, the customer experience for someone like you, if you were to sign up, you'd be a member, we'd have your email address, you know, the, your preferred airline, that sort of thing. Anytime you book a flight, you would actually send us the itinerary or you would upload the itinerary into your My Account. And that's how we have the flight information. We continue to track it. Whenever there are changes, it'll always be sent directly to the email of record, which is yours. So a lot of customers ask, well, you know, if it changes, do you as in plane ahead get the credit and then you send it to me? Absolutely not. So whenever we trigger a change, it gets sent to the email that it was purchased with. And yes, we keep that all into your account. So if you've got travel credits for Alaska, Southwest and United, they'll be sitting in your plane ahead account. You can go in there, you click on your Alaska credit, for instance, and then that will take you to your booking page of Alaska. So you don't book within our platform, you book directly with the airlines and then we're able to track those for you. Are you the only ones doing stuff like this right now to to get those credits? So because of the recency of kind of the, the changes, very literally the only ones that are doing this. So the other legacy companies are actually able to provide discounts for you by trying to use predictive analysis or partnerships with the airlines that they negotiate ahead of time. Well, the issue with trying to predict when the best price is going to be, COVID has never happened before. So if you go on one of those sites right now and buy a flight and then go direct on the website and buy a flight, the prices are probably the same right now because there's not a really good effective way to project that far in advance. So the positive that you were getting or the benefit that you were getting from some of those other sites are no longer there. And so what we're doing is brand new in that real-time data as things change in the world, whether it be gas prices or a conflict in a different part of the world, whatever it may be that might be affecting prices, we're taking that into account. And when the airlines make those changes, we're making sure to recoup those changes as opposed to, you know, guessing when the best price would be six months beforehand and then hoping. And how's the response been from some of your members right now? Yeah, it's so it's been really awesome. The largest customer, or excuse me, the largest credit that we've gotten for a customer is $800 at on one change. They were going from LA to JFK first class, you know, as a, an entrepreneur, and they were going with their husband. And, you know, they had had the tickets for six months, eight hours within our system. They had realized that when they had bought it a few months ago, it's $800 less than it was then. So on average, we get customers $176 per credit change. So customers are really, really happy when you can think about the average membership price being $120. And we've got customers that have saved thousands of dollars. And 
know, we're still a small startup, so we haven't been able to market or anything like that. It's it's opportunities like this where people get to hear what we're doing. So as we are able to scale a little bit more, um, we're currently going through a round of funding. We'll be able to bring it to more of the masses. Well, that's great. And if people want to access it, we talked about, obviously you can just word search plane ahead, but, and it's P-L-A-N-E, and then it's planeahead.co, not .com. That's correct. Yeah. It turns out as I started to become a founder, this, the .com thing is over. The, the new thing is .co. So I don't know. Instead of the .com boom, it's the .co boom. .co. <laughs> One less letter to type anyways, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Well, I'm looking forward to you know learning a lot more about the, the site and the services because you know if you do travel a lot, that money adds up quite quickly. And uh, that's a lot back in your pocket. So now I want to touch base on you know as an extensive travel, as a travel expert, you've seen a lot. We want to talk about some beach destinations. You know, you're married. And I understand you also have two kids. So there are beach destinations for families, and then there are beach de- destinations for, for couples or singles. You mentioned the Maldives. Give me a, a number two. That's really tough. So as a disclaimer, I've got two kids, but I do not travel with my kids. They are too young to travel with and and really enjoy. So it really for single slash couples is probably where I would go. Otherwise, I'd probably be saying something in Cancun or Cozumel for families. Maldives, definitely. I mentioned that we lived in Australia and we actually lived on the beach. So even though we lived there and it wasn't a vacation, Australia is incredible. Absolutely incredible. We lived on Manly Beach, but, you know, Bundai Beach is one of the more famous ones as well. If you spend a little bit more time there, and these are all in Sydney, if you spend a little bit more time there, you can kind of go up the coast and, and see all of the different beaches. So definitely Sydney, Australia has got incredible beaches. Barcelona had a fantastic beach. I really enjoyed it. I like the kind of contrast of having the city and art behind you and it being off the beach. Barcelona's got those great, they've got the restaurants actually on the beach. I love that. You could just walk up to different ones. You've got a bar. Restaurants on the beach. The new hotel is, is right out there. Yeah, it's fantastic. That's a great one. What about the Caribbean? Anguilla. So me and my wife for my birthday, I believe it was two years ago, we went to Anguilla and it was incredible. The blue waters, pure blue water. So since we've been to the Maldives, we can say this, like if you're looking to get a similar experience, but kind of less Instagram worthy or noteworthy, right? Anguilla is incredible. I mean, the food right on the beach, the water is as clear as can be. You know, really, really quick flight from, I think we went from Houston to Puerto Rico and then Puerto Rico is maybe an hour, hour and a half flight to to Anguilla. But it was an incredible trip for us. What property did you stay at? We stayed at Zima Beach House, which is a Hilton property. All right. And then I'll give you a, a location and then you tell me where you think we've touched on on Europe, Australia, obviously the Caribbean. What about in the United States? Do you have a, a favorite destination for a beach destination in, in the U.S.? Let's even say continental U.S. We know Hawaii's got some wonderful spots, yeah. <laughs> uh, but let's say continental U.S. Man. So maybe this is a little embarrassing for me, but my knowledge on the U.S. travel, not as good as international travel. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I say sometimes our own backyard, we don't know enough about, right? Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, you know, what comes to mind is is San Diego and like, you know, La Jolla area. And, you know, I, I enjoy golf and the beach. And so that La Jolla, San Diego area is, is picture perfect. I would say that's my favorite personally, but I'm sure up the Oregon coast, there are probably some pretty incredible scenic areas and, and oceans as well. 
there are. And, you know, San Diego is definitely a good call. I was thinking East Coast, but San Diego is, is an amazing spot. You know, you don't have to travel far to get to nightlife or to the beach. Everything's right there, right next to you. Well, no, this is great. Alex, we want to thank you, you know, so much for your time. I'm just going to give a quick recap. We've got San Diego, obviously, the Maldives, which is a must see for, for anybody. The beaches of Barcelona, outstanding. Australia, again, you know, it's an island, right? You can't go wrong in, in much of that spot. And then Anguilla which is just a a gorgeous spot in itself. But Alex, if we want to follow you and learn more about your company and, you know, see what you guys are up to, what are uh, some of your social media handles that we can, we can track? Yeah. So you can, we're on all the major social media. So you can find us on LinkedIn, plain ahead. It's all one word, Instagram, of course, Facebook. So we, we try to stay as, as active on those platforms as possible. So we can, we're small. So we continue to engage with our customers, try and understand where they might want some changes and, and some different features and try and build for that. So you can follow any of those things anywhere there. You can follow me personally, if you like on LinkedIn or on Instagram as well. It's just my name, Alex Mailbranch. So Alex, you know, we want to thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. We wish you the best of luck with playing ahead. And we can't wait to see what great things you guys are, are doing and how it evolves. It's an absolutely novel concept. Uh, and we're all about saving money these days. So thank you, Alex. We really appreciate it. And we wish you the best of luck. Absolutely. No, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I hope to see everybody around the world. It's fun. Thank you for joining us on this Spotlight episode of Destination Everywhere. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show on your preferred podcast app or by going to www.destination-everywhere.com. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Destination Everywhere Podcasts. And we look forward to speaking with you next time. Safe travels. You've just tuned in to another episode of Destination Everywhere with travel and hospitality entrepreneurs, Todd Bloodworth and Andy McNeil. To access the show notes and other helpful resources, visit www.americanmeetings.com. Join us again next week for another bucket list filled show as we feature another travel worthy destination. Until next time, travel well and be safe out there.